Welcome to the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Herbie Mack. Look, this podcast is raw, authentic, and unstripped. We're going to turn these hard conversations into conversations. This is the only way we can break the stigma when it comes to mental health and suicide prevention. Now, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review, baby. I need them five stars. Sit back, enjoy the show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Just Believe Podcast. I'm your host, Herbie Mack, and today I'm honored to have a young man that we build a relationship with. Um, we're in def- definitely different time zones. <laughs> um, but honestly, the power of social media, you connect with people that that you don't realize. Like, man, like, yeah, I can relate with this young man or I can relate with this young woman. Uh, today's guest is Brody. I'm honored to call him a friend. Um, and... I'm just glad to watch him grow and vice versa. Uh, Brody, for the followers and the people that's listening, man, please introduce yourself, my man. No worries. Thank you so much, brother. And I appreciate you and so grateful for you as well. So my name is Brody. Um, I consider myself quite young, but an old soul. I'm 26 years around the sun. Um, And I am a mental health advocate. Um, I've got learning. learning experience in mental health. So I've spent about six and a half years working in the space of community services, disability services, and I also help people um, through weight loss and mental health and and learning to love themselves. So, And that's what we were talking before. I'm learning to love myself as well. So it's a special thing, social media, isn't it, um, yeah. brother? Like it's just it's so powerful that, you know, we're on the other side of the world, different time zones, and we connected through something so passionate with suicide prevention and mental health. So for, just two males just chatting. It's beautiful. Yes. For the uh, listeners, please tell them where you're at because they probably don't realize. Yeah. So I'm in Brisbane, Australia. So it's 3.42 in the afternoon. Yeah. What about you? It's 1.42 in the morning. <laughs> so this is dedication. <laughs> oh, man. But honestly. That's, that's, that's amazing. Um, no, it's fine, man. Like, I feel like this is worth me staying up because, um, your story is incredible. Not even your story, but your healing journey and the power of vulnerability is something that's very key to me. And I was attracted to the energy or your page because you were so open and vulnerable. And I was like, man, here goes a, a man who's truly showing his emotion. Um, you know, where I'm from, people are like, man up, don't show your emotions. And mm. that was the thing that drew me to my like suicidal ideations and to my attempt. And to see someone that was just so comfortable with that, especially with social media, you know, you post something, it's like, oh, the internet can see it forever, you know? And you're just like, <laughs> no, this is my heart. I'm wearing my heart on my sleeves. And I was like, I love that. Um, for the listeners, that's not that has no idea who you are and like why I feel like it's key to have you on and to share your story. Can you please uh, just share a little bit of your story? We can just kick it like how we normally do. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. So I created um, this blog in March last year. So um, people can find me at brody.wellnessguy. I actually recently, um, when, when I say recently, it was a few years ago, I actually tried, to do a blog about my ADHD. So it's called um, My Pathway to Discovery. I tried it on Facebook and it just it just wasn't aligned to me. 
And it's funny, a lot of people might not know this, and I'd love to share this if I can in relation to um, why I started this blog is because we in Australia got locked down in March 23rd um, last year. And my friend, Nathan, he said, look, I love your content. Like, I love who you are. You've just got so much energy. You've just got so much value. Just create a blog. Just do videos just to help people going through this. And I'm like, oh, I guess. And it started off with, you know, a couple of hashtags, some random photos, 10 followers, um, random messages. And it turned into something that I wake up with passion and purpose every day. So um, I lost my job in May. So I started the blog in March. I lost my job in May. That caused me to suffer from, um, you know, my self-esteem, my um, depression and anxiety episodes were bad. It made me to go see a psychiatrist medication um and i was lost mate i was so lost with who i was because recently um i moved from a country town to a city and you know i thought i said to my wife it's going to be beautiful um i left a full-time job i left a, a quite a beautiful home on the water to come to brisbane and you know when you think things are going to be you know the grass is always greener you know that saying but you've got to water it, right? You know, yes. people don't, people say, oh, you know, the grass is green, but make sure you water it. So for me, um, I'll explain, this is part of my story as well. So we moved to Brisbane in February last year and then we got robbed. Um, welcome to Brisbane. Um, <laughs> and then we got two, two, two grandfathers, we passed away. They both attended our wedding last August, which was beautiful. So they passed away. Um in that year period um and then i lost my job and then i tried to self-harm and, and try not to be here with that suicide attempt so it was just a tough year it was i can't even express it like and i don't even talk about it too much because obviously um with my page and content i've got to be wary of trigger warnings for different people and i really haven't gone deep into it but um my story is someone that has gone through some trauma due to um i was assaulted in, at work um i was king hit at work in disability um i my parents divorced at quite a young age um I, i've been through like troubled relationships and and things like that i don't really when people say like what's your hard story or i just it's just life like i wouldn't say i've had it really tough but um i think for me um it's been hard to find out who Brody was because Brody was just on medication because teachers couldn't look after him. Brody was, um, you know, very easily impressionable because he wanted friends. So people would say, Brody, do this. And even though it's a wrong thing to do, Brody would do it because he didn't really know any better, if that makes sense. Um, so I guess what you guys see in my content um, is someone that's been through um, a lot of mental health struggles with mental health units, suicide attempts, um, parents divorce, um, parents have tried to take their life. I've seen all that. And you know what I love about all this? And, I'm, and I say love is because if I didn't be through that, I wouldn't be here chatting with you yeah. um, talking about this. You know, I think it's really powerful to talk about our pain and let it, let it be that it's in the past, but it's also okay to talk about it because I used to cry all the time talking about the story which is fine if you're crying it means you're healing but i've actually healed from the things that i've been through in the past 
Um, and when I say I've healed, I get to talk about it on calls and trainings and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely feel that um, in my career and my life, I have to be the hardest person in the room. It's not an ego thing. It's a learning disability thing. So for me, it takes me a while to understand something. It could be reading. It could be cooking, like understanding a recipe, um, all those vulnerable things that people didn't know about me. Like my wife helps me a lot with my paragraphs. I struggle with comprehension and all these things that people yeah. just see, you know, he just does all this. Like no, no, you guys no. don't see behind the scenes of the daily struggle. So, yes, yeah, I just yes, yes. share no, that you, honesty with you. No, I, I love it. Um, I tell you, that's the thing that attracted me to you is being honest. And, um, and you know, some people don't understand. They think of, like, what's your heart story, right? Yeah. On the outside looking in, your heart story was you went through a lot in life, right? Like, like having your parents being divorced is a lot, mm. right? And then not only that, but at a young age, you being on medication. That's a lot to process, Right. And and I can imagine because you just um openly said it that, you know, it takes time for you to learn things. Especially mm-hmm. when you're a kid. Man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, them kids are rough. You know what I mean? They they are. Like um for me, like in the Bronx, like like if kids was on the short bus, right, who was um special needs, people would make fun of them or or maybe they learn slower than others this is way before like now the technology and knowledge that we have about how people learn you know it was just like oh he's not getting it put him in in this class where there's like six people and i can imagine that's rough for you and then not Mm. only this now we're going to fast forward to years later of the pandemic happening obviously Mm. nobody was prepared for that a lot of people lost a lot of jobs not only in the u.s not only in australia but all over the world and now you trying to adjust because you guys moved. No, I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a country boy moving to the city. We gonna have a good life, but you wasn't prepared for it like anyone else. Like you know, dude, the pandemic came through and hurt everybody, and it still did. And that's a lot to process. It is from mm-hmm. those events and previous events, and then now this. This is the moment where you like, this is too much for me. And unfortunately, you was having suicidal ideation and you did have an attempt. Mm. And for you to sit here today, fast forward, you know, over a year later of, I look what I went through. I'm still here. Still got this beautiful wife of mine. Um, I learned who I am and I'm honest yeah. with myself, right? Even like prior to this and you, still openly admitting I'm learning how to say no, create boundaries and learn how to love myself. Like, you know, I tell people, and this is um, something after my last attempt, right? And this is why I love that you said this. I Googled how to love yourself because I didn't know how to. And Mm. I instantly, when I Googled it, I started crying because I was embarrassed. The fact that I had to Google that and hopefully someone else can teach me how to love myself. Because I didn't know how it looked like. All I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm talking, I'm the ugly cry. It was just like I was in pain. That was the first time I openly was honest about that with myself. And I had to learn how to wipe my own tears. 
And I had to learn how to look in that mirror and say, I love you. And just started from there. And I and I, I appreciate you sharing that because I want people to know that if you are feeling like you're in a crisis or you're having a challenge, dude, it's okay to to Google and, and learn how to love yourself. Like we we are every day still going through our healing journeys. Um, there's every a question day. every day. There's a question that I want I wanted to ask you about um, because I'm intrigued on how was the relationship between you and your wife after you had to tell her about your crisis that she was going through? Mm. Yeah, no, that's, it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful question because um, the reason why she took, so I'll, I'll obviously, can I go deep on this? Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you already know yeah, how we go, just, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, Okay, cool. I, I also just want to do a trigger warning. I know Herbie will do it on his story, but okay. So my wife, we've been together six years in May, so next month, and we've been married um, in August for two years, right? So we've, but it's a bit of a background. So we've been, we've lived with each other in our own pockets. Um, I said I loved her for like, I think the first month when I first met her. We met on a blind date. It was so blind. It was so lovely. Um it was so great. Was so, she's just amazing. <laughs> Everything was blind in life. It really is. And yeah, so she, we asked the first three months, I said, let's move in together. Like, let's just forget about whatever you've been diagnosed, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever been diagnosed with mental health, just forget your symptoms. Just for, just for this two minutes, I want to chat with you because it's so easy. And I go into self-sabotage, me, Brody, you know, people that I talk about, all this stuff, I go through it too. And um, I said to my wife, I said, I don't want to die, but if I have to deal every day, and it was seven days of panic attacks, um, nausea, um, couldn't breathe. I tried everything, cold baths, essential oils, um, crisis lines. I tried everything. It was really embarrassing for me. This was just how I thought, right? It wasn't embarrassing what I'm about to say, but it was embarrassing for me to go, look, Brody, you used to help people not jump off bridges, guns, knives, ropes, and you can't even talk yourself out of this. What's going on? So, like, because I've worked in that sector, because I've seen my friends complete suicide, right, it's not a crime to commit suicide. And, um, you know, I just felt guilty. Like, I just, like, what's going on? And so... Fast forward to the relationship and the self-harm, um, and my wife is very open, but my wife struggled with mental health, so she took the razor blade off me. Um, it was I was bleeding out. I was. She called the ambulance. She said, is he a threat? The police always ask if, you know, safety. Um, and my wife got triggered because she used to self-harm. I, did, I didn't know that about her. Um, well, I knew that about her, but I didn't know the extent when I first started dating her. Um so obviously if you've been through something, you see your family, for an example, it's obviously going to bring things up. So she had to be strong um, for herself. She took time off work when I was in hospital. Families were calling, friends were calling, Instagram community was calling. And, um, yeah, it made us stronger. It made us who we are. We both talked about mental health. She recently had a weight loss surgery, which um, we both funded together. Um, and she looks amazing, fantastic, and her mental health is fantastic. But um, it's made us realize that 
if one person is struggling, then, and I've said to my wife, she's so selfless. As you've said, you've seen what she does. I've, I said, look, hon, if you're struggling, you let me know. She's like, no, no, but you might get triggered. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm your husband. I need to know what's going on. And she used to be so selfless and she still is, but she used to be in that space where she wouldn't share because she knew that I might get triggered. So for an example, last night um, I worked and it was a really hot day. I worked in with this customer that has behaviours and just constantly redirecting, you, you know, you understand re, redirecting, reprompting, you know, you're a coach. Yeah. So um, I just got home. I got a message from my mentor and I cried. I just said, I don't want to show up tonight. So I put my weighted blanket. I ordered Uber Eats. Um, I had a burrito. I watched the football and that's what I did. And my wife's like, I'm going to go upstairs and do a webinar and talk to my team. And I'm like, I can't. I just can't. And we, we were chatting before, guys, if, ladies and gentlemen, that you haven't heard, but we were chatting before this we started, is that for the first time in my life, 26 years young, I've had like a first week of not checking my phone at certain times. And like, we need like a, I don't know, there's some horn or some special noise effects because yeah. that, is yeah. that is huge for me. Yeah. That is huge for me because I used to be addicted to social media. I'm talking, oh, I know this sounds, I, I, I nearly got choked up talking about it because those hours could have been so much more productive. But anyway, it's in the past. I used to spend about 10 to 12 hours a day in social media. Most it's of a learning it was, experience. I want you to, to understand that. Yeah. It's not an it's not a negative thing. It's a learning experience. Yeah. It used to be like 50% scroll hole meaningless and then 50%, you know, connecting with you, connecting with Owen and, and Jason and and all the other beautiful humans that I've I've connected with. So um it's something that I've learned that we were chatting before and I love that. Like I was the same like I'm learning to love who Brody is I used to get all the time like even when you were giving me compliments I'm like is he just saying that like does he mean that of course I know you do but when you are have been through bullying and um, trauma and all this stuff you don't believe when someone says I love you or I care for you or I'm here for you and if you do get triggered by that guys I really would love for you to dive into deep into Herbie's content my content um, into other people's contents and talk and listen and because we've all gone through it oh, and yeah. it's yeah. something that we go through every day so it's it's really important to to you know, um, I, to put yourself first i'm glad you said that i'm glad you said um you you learning how to let me put down the phone you know now we live in a time where and i said this off air that everyone wants your attention but the but do you have your own intention? It's the real question. You had to learn how to grab your own intention. Like, okay, yo, I yo, I need a moment to me so I can learn who I am. I'm kind of lost mm-hmm. in the social media world and lost into my clients and doing everything for them, but I'm not doing something for me. And I thought that was so powerful. Like when you said that, man, like my mm-hmm. heart like was warm because it was something I had to learn. Like I was invested into my phone and invested to other people and I'm not putting the same energy into myself, right? Like I have to do this because if I don't put that same energy to myself, then I can't be the Herbie that people don't see when the cameras are off and the podcast is not recording. And that's Definitely. the main person mm-hmm. that 
needs to be right. Um, and, and I applaud you for that. And you still learning how to love yourself. And that's one of the things of, nope, not tonight. <laughs> you know, nope, not today. And I tell a lot of people that uh, I get DMs a lot for collaborations just like you. And I had to, I'm not doing that today. I'm not doing that this week. Um, I went for four months declining people to collab. Not because I think I'm better than them. I wasn't in a place where it's like, I need a break from my phone. I need a break from social media. Yeah, I do post. But even my post, I went from posting five. Not, I'm sorry. I went to posting a minimum of 20 times in a week. And I'm just like, yeah. why am I posting that much? I'm more engaged into trying to connect with people and help others. And I'm not even helping my own mental. I'm supposed to be a mental health advocate slash coach. I need to coach me for a moment. And I think that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. You know? <laughs> um, oh, but, you know, yeah, the powers of boundaries. So I want people to definitely understand that. Um, you know, I took, um, I took like, I was going to take two weeks off of like, you know, airing out new episodes or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? I'm taking, no, I'm taking three weeks off. If somebody want to know where, where it's at. Hey, you know, I have people that DM me, hey, you didn't load the episode. I, I told you I'm self-care, man. Like I'm one of those people that I like to practice what I preach and I try to mm-hmm. provide others to do the same. Um, but I wanted to get more into your story. Uh, what I think is powerful, right, is the connection that you and your wife have because the support system is key. You guys speak yeah. the same language and I'm not talking about like English or anything, but communicate <laughs> i'm talking about like communicating with others her understanding yeah. you better than you probably understand yourself okay oh hands something. down <laughs> hands down freaky absolute freaky she knows everything by hour we're talking about schedule she knows me when i'm going up or down she knows when i'm triggered she knows what to do and i, I love that because she is the reason why i wake up every morning the reason why I go to bed with a smile on my face. And I'm not saying this to go, oh, that's nice. It's love. It's I was a womanizer. I used to go out with girls and party and I used to have a really bad relationship with women. I would cheat on them. They'd cheat on me. I would have meaningless relationships. And honestly, and my family's going to laugh or hate me. I don't, I don't know. They'll probably bit of both. But I am the first brother, right, the first brother to get married, right? Who would have thought that Brody, the person that couldn't hold a relationship down for more than four months, is now in a relationship for six years? Things can change, guys. That's what I want to say. Like I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being vulnerable. This is just who I am. How I talk to Herbie right now is how I talk to someone on the street because people need real right now. I don't care if you drive a Maserati or a hot under a cord. If you're a good person, if you be kind, I'm going to give you time. Simple as that. I don't care what job you have, what clothes you wear what relationship, what sex, what gender, what identity, what religion. I just love seeing people do well in life. And if you're kind and you want to do good for others, then the rest will come. And for me, I used to, we're talking like, and I'll quickly go back to the wife thing, but like I. You're fine, man. You're good. (laughs) I was talking to um, all these different collaborations and people inbox me and said, oh, I'm a social media agency. I'd love for you to 
work with me and we can do this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I said, look, I am so busy with what I'm doing right now. I can't do any more. Oh, that's all right. I thought you'd like more followers. And they just kept guilt tripping me. And I'm like, like, where do you come off? Like, I just, it's, there's so many guys, and I'm sure you're laughing when you listen to this podcast on the replays because there's people in cryptocurrency, there's people doing lots of other online businesses. I'm one of them, which is I am I I pride myself as being a genuine um, network marketer. I'm I care about people. You don't just get a product and program from me. You get me 100. Um, I'm not going to um, be that person that promises you the world and leaves you. I thought I'd add that because I get a lot of hate mail ever since I joined network marketing. Um, before I went to Wellness Guide to coaching, they're like, give me more of this, give me more of that. I'm like, hang on, you're getting a free service here. You don't know what I do in the day. Um, and you, you said something that didn't trigger me, but that actually gave me goosebumps and go, wow, I need to work on that. And I love that about you is we can connect and be real with each other. Um, and that's what it is. And um, Herbie was saying that, you know, if Instagram goes, guys, your wife your partner, your friend has got, what, 60, 70 years, 80 good years, and then they're gone, right? Instagram, Facebook will be there in eternity. So I'm, it, that's deep, right? Like it's not about, oh, but it's more about guys. Like this is so important to connect with yourself because I see it every day. I go out in the community with a customer. Parents are on their phones while having dinner. Parents are at the park more worried what filter they should use and not playing with their kid. Like this is real things going on and it causes mental health. And then when kids don't get love, what do we get? We get, um, you know, you go out, hang with the wrong crowd, we're talking drugs, we're talking alcohol, we're talking, um, you know, going down the wrong track with relationships. So um, it's just about being true to yourself and being authentic. And I think, and I'll, and I'll be open as, as I always am. And um it's funny when, when people say, like, I'll be honest. Do you know when people say that? Yeah. I'm like, you should be honest all the time. But I'm like, no, I just say that. But um, that's a little funny thing. But um, I pride myself on showing up and being authentic. But lately I sometimes get so in my own head, oh, should I post this? Should I post that? Should I post this? And I haven't even spent good two hours checking on my wife how was her day and I had to sit back and journal and show gratitude and go wow like forget this like have a few days off and now on the weekends I get to spend time with my wife and we go to nature and then we redirect and it's so easy to go oh I need photos for content and what hash what hashtag to use and it's you get to the point where if you're not getting happy or you're not getting smiling doing what you're doing, then sometimes you, you might need to take a step back or stop it completely. So for someone that has anxiety and mental health and, and work in the disability sector, um, it's very important to yeah have a routine, like we said, and have boundaries. It's two simple things. I don't want to overwhelm you and give you all these tips and tricks, but um, how I've coped with what I've been through and why I'm still talking to Herbie and Herbie talking to me is because we have got a bigger vision than ourselves. And I know that sounds all cliche, but when you get, when you have a bigger goal than yourself, the universe will manifest it, right? The universe will yeah. attract it. Yeah. So if you go, oh, okay, I want to earn $5 million because I want to 
have a nice beach house and have a nice car. That's all good if you do that, by the way. But if you are being selfless and saying, I want $5 million and I want to set up a homeless charity and, you know, go if to South Africa. Good attention, or, yeah. Yeah, good yeah. Just do something that's out of the out of your doing and out of your what you don't get out of. Like I do things in public um, that I do in private, right? I do things that people wouldn't see. I, I donate to charities. I, I spend my time volunteering in other places, not because, oh, that's so nice, you Brody. Oh, I do it because it actually feels, because some people do that, though. I want to yeah, be honest with you. Some they people, do it for the likes and the followers. They go on Instagram. They go, hey, I'm just in the homeless shelter. And I'm like, does that person want to be on your Instagram? Like, he's homeless. Like, did you ask him? Like, I'm going to give you an example of that, right? Um, yeah, please do. So my, like my previous employer that I used to work for, uh, they used to volunteer for, you know, to feed the homeless or whatever, right? Or not even the homeless, but to work with people that's, you know, less community, like, you know, the people that less income or whatever, low income, there it goes. And um, I used to volunteer all the time, right? Like they do it, they do it for the month of November because of Thanksgiving and all that and Christmas, right? And I used to volunteer all the time. And so one day, one of my friends is like, hey, how come you won't post this on your social media? And I'm just like, why should I? Like, these people are probably embarrassed to, you know, get free food, quote unquote. Like, nobody wants to sit there, hey, man, I get a turkey. Can I get this or whatever, right? And I'm like, dude, I do this all the time. I don't do this for the followers. I don't do it for the likes. I do this because this is who I am, right? And then there was another time where uh, my wife and I, we donated a bunch of clothes, um, you know, kids' clothes, her clothes, and some of my clothes. I never posted on social media, right? I don't, I don't care about that. And plus, like, some people, as you just said, don't want to be on there. And I had a, a, a homie who's probably going to listen to this and going to DM me about this, and I don't care. We used to post stuff like this all the time. And I'm like, mm. dude, you want, I'd like, Thank you for doing a good deed, but you do want, it seems like you want some attention. When I feed the homeless or do anything with good intention, I don't post it. Like the Eric Thomas post that I post of me with him, bro, that took a lot for me to post because I normally don't post stuff like that, right? Because I don't care about the likes and followers, but I realized, and it's something key that you said, that it's bigger than me. I post the Eric Thomas thing and me being a certified speaker now by Eric Thomas to show people the power of manifest manifestation. Like it, mm-hmm. I met him in 2019 and a year and a half later in 2021, I graduated with his blessings. So it was like, we can achieve things that we put our mind to. And it wasn't just like, oh, this is my highlight moment. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it. Like, I, you know how I am. I'm very private and secretive. Like, you know, I don't post. Yeah, 100%. I, you know, I don't post like my family or anything like that because they didn't ask for that. That's my social media, you know? They didn't ask for that. They, you know, that they have their own private life. Um, but now I'm glad that you said that. Um, I just had to vent a little bit just similar to you, but I think. No, no, hundred percent. I love that. I love that. Even I was careful. Oh, sorry. No, (laughs) no, but no, but I was just like, people got to understand what you attract is what you get. Right. Like I want the best outcome for you, for me. Right. 
I was attracted to you because of who you are. And I always said, like, you know, you whatever you put your heart into, I know it's going to take off, you know, because you're still discovering who you are, which is perfectly fine. Dude, yeah. it took me. I didn't I didn't realize who I was until like last year. You know what I mean? Because I was just I was doing everything else for everyone else. And now I'm doing things that's for me. And I'm like, oh, wow, look at the blessings that I'm getting. I'm connecting with people that I had no idea that I was going to connect with. I would, dude, you're literally in another continent. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I call you, my mind. And I call you a good friend, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, bro, that's my Absolutely. good friend. You know, like my wife was like, hey, staying up at 1 30. <laughs> yeah, my wife was like, respect. Why, why are you doing this? And I'm like, oh, Brody's my good friend. I got to check on him. Um, I haven't been into my phone as much to see what he's been doing or whatever but i want to it's deeper than oh he looks like life is going well look at his instagram this is deeper than (laughs) it's like you know let me see what's going on with him um but um prior to this i wanted to 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 really because you dropped a lot of a lot of gems in this uh episode if there's someone that's currently going through a challenge or crisis that's very similar to your story as far as you had a pandemic hit it was too much for me what can I do I don't know what to do I'm thinking about just making a horrible decision for a temporary pain what would you tell them I'm here for them um I really am I think when people say, when I say my inbox is open, I mean, um, I've done the same thing as HP Mac. I've done the same thing that I just, I have just got no expectations. I literally just say, I'm here for you. And look what the connection that we have today. And once you get out of your comfort zone and it's okay, I want to validate people when they have suicidal ideations. It's not weak to feel that you don't have everything in control is because the pandemic is making people vulnerable with mental health. So if you have mental health already before the pandemic, you're going to experience it more, right? You, the anxiety is going to be heightened. Um, you know, if you've lost your job or if you, you know, you couldn't go to your holiday or you couldn't go to a wedding or even for an example, some of um, the funerals that I attended had to be via online and it was just a whole new world like how can you grieve on a computer screen right um we do pretty well talking and sharing our emotion but like it's for me i'm a very extrovert person i try to bring as you know the energy into a computer screen my computer screen's like yo calm down but i'm like no all the time all the time you see my my western shaking now (laughs) (laughs) tony robin say ah like everyone's yelling with me but, um, you know, let's – I'll get back to the question because I can be so zippy-zappy. But um, fine, man. I just want people to know that if it takes four weeks or eight weeks to get back to your baseline of, you know, loving life, like there's no such thing as a perfect time to do something. I want to let people know that. I got told today, if you get scared of jumping into something, it doesn't matter what it is, you're going to – wait for the rest of your life until you're in the bed you're in the graveyard right um i think eric thomas or, or Wes is it les brown les brown said this and it stuck to me 
the richest people in the graveyard are the people, um, no, the richest people in the world is in the graveyard because people, dreams die with them, right? And it only starts with them and they had the, it only started with them. They could only do that. So if you're wanting to start a business or if you're wanting to start a podcast, do a blog, ask that friend out, start, apply for that job that you think you're not good enough, do it. Because if you are struggling mentally, it's because you're not living your life. I mean that, guys. I, I can't stress that enough is because if you're worried and getting triggered by the news or by social media or by a friend is because you're, you know, Herbie, I, we've both said it, like I post content of my journey and then still some days I'm like, oh, do I have to? I'm like, it's going to trigger me. I've got this. But like I get to share my story and that's a beautiful thing. So if you're a person that doesn't like talking, there's a lot of help services that do text services now. Um, if you're struggling to reach out to people, you could do a code word with me. Like you don't even have to know me. You don't even have to follow me. You could just see that I'm offering free support. I'm not saying that I'm going to get back to you like that. I've got boundaries now, but <laughs> so I drop that in. I want to help you. I want to jump on a zoom and just see if I can help you. Cause I know I've got coaches in my life that can help you. Herbie's one. Um, Jason's one, Owen's one, John's one. You know, there's, there's so many others. Kim's one. Like I could name drop them all. I can't. We don't have time. But they're just beautiful people that want to help you, and they don't care about your money. Herbie has done so many times, and I, I want to give him a, a big head because he deserves. He's very humble, but he talks to people, and he could charge, but he wants to see if he could help you first, and not yeah. get into your inbox and and do all those things that coaches do. Right? We all know what they do. So I just want you to know that it's okay. There's no grief time zone, right? Time zone. There's no grief. Um, I get so excited talking to you. I don't even know how to speak sometimes. How you go, um, man? <laughs> this, so when people say, like, I lost my grandfather, right? Um, it was about three months and he was a big part of my life. And not a day goes by that, you know, there's certain food, certain song that comes in. I miss him. Um, and when people go, I'll get over it, Brody there's no time limit. So if you're feeling suicidal or you lost your job eight months ago, still feel that. Don't just pretend. And this is what I used to do. And sometimes I used, I still do. I go, oh, I'm the wellness guy. I shouldn't have panic attacks. I shouldn't have anxiety. I post all this good stuff. I shouldn't feel. That's bullshit. That's going to make me go back to hospital. So I don't do these podcasts and collaborations for anything but awareness and love. So it's um I just wanted to let you know that it's okay to feel everything and there's so much support out there and you know we are in a pandemic you know we are doing things that are scary and yeah I just want to let people know that life is going to be different and that's okay if you're scared because I'm scared I don't know what's going to happen so um I hope that helps and no that did that did that was great I appreciate that no I did that was that was phenomenal um, but unfortunately we're running out of time. Um, please let the listeners know where to find you at. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a YouTube channel. Um, it's all on my bio, my Instagram. So you can just type in my name, Brody, B-R-O-D-I-E dot wellness guy. So I'm on Instagram. I'm very friendly. 
um, drop me a message and I'll be more than happy to have a chat and just connect. Um, I'm super excited to um, just share my story because I know a lot of amazing people like you and I are out there just doing amazing things. So I love recognizing those people. I appreciate this, man. This was phenomenal. Um, Until then, guys, see you next time. Peace. Thanks, guys. Today's episode of the Just Believe podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're currently going through a mental health challenge, don't be scared to look in the show notes and reach out to those resources. If people are going to put labels on you, tell them, look, labels are made for jars, not people. Whatever obstacles that's facing in front of you, you can overcome that as long as you just believe. Until then, I'll see you next week. Peace.